Thanks for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more programming, visit brumradio.com. Appearing on Geeky Brummy this week, your host, Ryan Parrish, with Guy Halford and Keith Bloomfield. Also starring Dave Massey and Kirk Taylor, with special guest appearances from Adam White. Hello, and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast. I mean, they're getting worse as the weeks go on, Ryan. (laughs) Well, I don't have that much of a vocal range. It's deep or deep. That's your choices. Vocal range. I got served by a woman for a coffee this morning. Spoke like Mickey Mouse. Wouldn't give me a stamp on my card because I got a free coffee. She wouldn't give me a stamp. And I was kind of like, this is a joke. Give me the stamp, Mickey. (laughs) I thought she was going to call me Pluto. So I'm like, I was not happy. If you're anybody, you're goofy. (laughs) Sorry, Baloo. (laughs) Dave's blue. He likes a picnic basket. Hi, Dave. Isn't that Yogi Bear? We're joined by Dave Massey. How are you? From Award-winning Blagger of the Year. Yeah, I tried to think, why are you going to ask me that? Because I, I don't know if I should have read any notes to see what I should have been saying or doing. We're just asking how you are. I'm all right. I've got tickets to go and visit the TARDIS. Wow. I'm going to go and visit the TARDIS. I've got a TARDIS tour in Cardiff. Shouldn't it come and visit you if it's the TARDIS? <laughs> no, I have to, I have to go... I just went there to try and say that after about 16 gins. Tardis tour and Tardis. Tardis tour. I'm very, very excited. Going in the second week of May. Dave, I think you'd be a pain in the ass as a Doctor Who companion. Peter, Cat- Peter Capaldi's Tardis. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd get annoyed with you. I he'd just care. get lost. I'd just go and have wonder in the Tardis. And the other thing that I've got to remember to do this time, because I've been to see the Tardis no. set before, is breathe during the Tardis. I know what would happen. Dave would stop and chat to every single alien and network with them. What's the alien? Have you got a Twitter handle? How do you type that? Can we go back in time, Doctor, to when I won my award? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Keith. Hello. How are you this week? I'm still recovering from uh, uh, last weekend uh, when me and and Shia LaBeouf went off uh, after the show. It was incredible. A bit bit of post-show Well, we spent a bit of time in a lift, which is pretty cool. Did you Uh, protest over in here? Nah, not really. Not this time. Yeah, he'd had enough of that. Um, so I, you know, showed him the highs and lows of Birmingham. He was very, very impressed. He's a, you know, he's all right guy. What would you consider to be the lows of Birmingham? <laughs> Eddington. Hey! <laughs> you could so pick mean. any bus stop. <laughs> Pretty much guaranteed that's going to be a low. Yes. Uh, yeah, but he was really cool. Yeah, he, he had to get back. States, of course, so he couldn't, couldn't it's, it's, stop. It's oh, yeah, got, he can't hold his liquor. Well, as well, he released his film, didn't it, which made a whole twenty-four pounds at box office. Don't. That was a sore spot because that happened last week. <laughs> but that did you actually go and weekend. see? Were you the two went to go and see? <laughs> no, no, because it won't show anywhere. Swansea was it? Uh, yeah, this is like one cinema. Yeah. He was. He was a bit. He, he was a bit miffed, but you know, he took it. Took it well. We had a few drinks. He can't hold his liquor, as I said. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was okay. It was okay. Did we, you hear any stories from Fury with Brad Pitt, and he didn't wash for six months? Well, you know, allegedly. Has he washed since then? It was difficult to tell. <laughs> he popped to the to- toilet a couple of times. Did he have visible there. stink lines? Just dis- <laughs> <laughs> so it was a 1980s car- Robert Crumb cartoon. <laughs> Poor Shire. He, was, you know, he came all the way to do that special appearance and was, and was late thanks to the buses. But, you know, Shocking yeah, it was cool. He was a good, he was a good, uh, good few. We walked into that Mr. Tim's fella. He was complaining about everything. <laughs> Jeez, you know, he was all over that stuff. But he did buy himself a tractor, which was quite cool. Was it, a, was it a Massey? Ferguson? No, it wasn't <laughs> a Massey Ferguson. It was a John Deere. It was a green. 
It's cool. Oh, no, we... Oh, sorry, go back. <laughs> Rewind. Don't look at the guys looking at me going, you bastard, you've been everything we told you not to. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, when you're trying to put a show in sequence, you're not meant to know what's going on later. We weren't talking about anything. We were talking about Mr. Tim's buying himself a tractor. That's the kind of thing that happens all the time, guy. It's a regular recurrence. <laughs> what warning did I give you before the show? No spoilers. <laughs> Ding dong, spoilers. There's no spoilers. What's the spoilers for? We've not said Mr. No. Tim's is buying a tractor. Yeah. What's spoiler about we, that? We, 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 we're <laughs> randomly talking about tractor companies that we know of. Yeah. Just so happens. Yes, I mean, a Lamborghini tractor is a very nice thing to own. Yeah. You'd be the envy of all your farmer friends. He actually, he actually was looking at the uh, Land Rover tractor. Yes. Which, which, to be honest, was a bit, you know. Yeah. A bit, you know, wasn't very Lamborghini good. one's nicer. Well, I could see Sheila Burke in a Lamborghini tractor. Where would you store a tractor, though? In a garage. It won't fit in a garage. Barn? A barn. I bet you could black one. You park yeah. it. You park it on like a barn. <laughs> you park it on the pavement in Floodgate Street. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> now you see, you probably would be able to find a tractor in Floodgate Street if you look hard enough. There's room for that. <laughs> Hello, Kirk. Oh, he's always great. <laughs> oh, part of this surreal bubble that I've entered today. Our vinyl specialist on the station. Yeah, um, I've had. I was going to say I've had an interesting week because from what Keith said then about going to see a film that didn't sell and no one went to. Years ago, I got the Mick Jagger "Goddess on a Doorway." I think it was called "Goddess in a Doorway" uh, album. I got up early. I got yeah. the one four four little red bus <laughs> from Rubri to Bromsgrove. Queued up outside Woolworths to get it. <laughs> got home and on the news it broke through because a fortune had been gone into this record. Three people had bought it, and I was one of them on that day. Keith Richards had to describe Goddess on, in a doorway as dog <laughs> in a doorway. Sorry for the language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kirk, I'm going to put you on the spot. Kay. Kirk told me a story last week. Kirk nearly kissed a man. Yeah, and? Okay, I was at a record fair, and I was looking through a, a box of records, and one of the uh, fellow presenters from the show, who I didn't realise it was him, really gently softly tapped me on the shoulder in a slightly effeminate kind of way so I presumed it was my wife so I turned <laughs> spun round and nearly planted a beautiful kiss right on him but I was practically nose to nose did you always meet over a copy of Dusty Springfield are you, <laughs> yeah. are you allowed to divulge who it was Josh from the soul hole it was Josh yeah he's a lovely <laughs> looking guy nearly accidentally kissed Josh because your wife was at the fair with you. No, she wasn't even there. She wasn't <laughs> So it could have been anyone with a soft so touch I was about to kiss. You must have got into your own little world at this point to be doing this. Oh, I did, Probably yeah. But it was a wife. gentle touch, a loving touch, I'd go as far as to say. Um, but yeah, we like nearly kissed. Caress, was it? <sighs> close, close. <laughs> a soft rub, I suppose, oh not quite gosh, a caress. Okay. How did yeah. you come back from it afterwards? Um, well, I just kind of went, hmm, yeah, and like staggered off. <laughs> Later on in the day, love yeah, my wife did spot me out and about, tapped me on the shoulder, just blanked her. She's going to be your future movie. Yeah, so. bloody Josh again. <laughs> Josh stroking. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. That story is no. just all kinds of like. My wife wasn't even there. They <laughs> tapped me. I instantly turned around to kiss that that person. It's like is this some kind of button on Kirk's back that just goes. Kiss. You touch it, you get a kiss. Careful, Keith. Careful. Your, it's under the hair. <laughs> yes, if yeah. it had been the other shoulder, who knows yeah. what would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I, I love this idea of like Kirk goes to a rock and like people are just queuing up to kiss him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's Kirk off the radio. But he's tap. a fine looking gentleman, so you know, you can't blame people. I mean, as you're aware, people just have to shout me to get my attention. Like, um, Bromo. Bromo. <laughs> yeah. like, like, like Guy Halford did during the uh, live broadcast because I was on my phone. 
Well, that's because you're just ignorant. <laughs> no, I was, on, I, was, I was dealing with radio station stuff that was connected. Ignoranus. I wasn't just looking up 3030 from uh, Bravestar. <laughs> Basic Dave, you're on Grinder. <laughs> I haven't got Grinder on my phone. He uses another app. No, you use other apps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Bristler? Well, what? What's Bristler? Bristler? Isn't that like the, the beard one? Like, no, that's Scruff. Are you talking about Scruff? <laughs> is that what it so is? There's a, there's a, a veterinarian. Um, have we got a length of time? We've got plenty of time. I've just noticed as well, we're all beardy gentlemen. <laughs> we could go on Scruff. There's a, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a veterinarian. Group package. Uh, Conference. <laughs> Hang on, this, is, this seems to be going somewhere wrong. The first the words that are coming out of your mouth are there's veterinarian. There's a veterinarian <laughs> conference in Birmingham this week. It's not a conference, it's a congress. Are all oh, vets, sorry, congress. Are all vets beardy? So, no, no, but I, I, we were stood, um, we were stood in a um, Brindley place, and I said to Ryan uh, and his lovely wife, um, "Let's have a look on on Scruff and see whether we can find ourselves a, a, a gay vet." And um, <laughs> sure enough, the first person I picked uh, was a gay vet <laughs> out of the list, and uh, it's great because you can. Uh, you you can go to these events. You can go by beard profile and everything. You can. <laughs> so, wow! Yeah, and they get so a little, shorts, they get a little, little, little picture of an aeroplane when they're when they're visiting a different city because you put in your home city. So if you're not at home, it, it then tells everyone that you're not where you're supposed to be. Did you just see the beard? Oh no! There well, there was a beard. Yes. No. It, it, the rest of the face was there. All right. Just the beard. I'm just imagining it's beards dating. So what, at night while we're asleep, our beards go off and have the Because <laughs> you have to tick a box that says this is a true reflection of my full face. Did what you, if you shave the beard off? Well, then, like if you maybe you've got like. Do you like have to resign in disgrace from Scruff? Did they send you an email saying get out? <laughs> well, no, no, no. You are allowed on there if you don't have a beard. Um, is, that, is this why you've grown a beard? Because you don't normally have a beard. So. No, I actually do usually have a beard. It's just that it grows so slowly that you'll you probably stick just it on. See, you know, I have done that before. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, that, didn't some geezer from Geordie Shore or something just yeah. have a beard transplant? You which I've not figured out how you why do you know that, that. <laughs> yeah why do you know that because it came up on the internet when I was on scrolling the internet. <laughs> searching for when Geordie Shaw was on no. was, it, was it on Facebook's side it might have been on Facebook where it goes like here's your friend's statuses in no apparent order and here's an advertisement <laughs> for some other cobblers that you're not interested in that's Facebook and you've good made save there Keith <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm like the Peter Shilton of Geeky Brummy. Is, is it like when my Facebook tries to tell me about sport? Because you just made a sports reference then as well, actually. I did. And I just I actually did. tweaked I'm not, after I, I, after I, I'm, not, I'm not a sports person either. They're making either. them wind-up symbols. So does that mean we need to... Talking about winding up. Thing? Well, I like to wind How's up your legs? by not doing things. <sighs> yeah, guy. How are your legs? I'm in agony still. So obviously I, I did a half marathon. And talk through it as well. I ran it all, folks. That's impressive. I am a fat man and I ran 13 miles. We'll just compare that again. Do I what? am a fat man, and I ran 13 miles nonstop. Isn't this the Simon Pegg movie, pretty much? Pretty much, yeah. Run, run, fat boy, run. Hang on, yes. I'm just going to work out how how quickly you're going if you run 13 miles in, in three, three hours. hours. <laughs> and if that actually equates to running or rather fast walking. I ran. Did you did you do like those endurance walkers walk that you see in the Olympics? Oh, the swinging of the hips. hips. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to hear my adventure? Shall we hear your adventure? Let's do it. Right, I'm at Solihull Half Marathon. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm dreading it. There's so many athletic people here, and I'm just a fat git who's probably going to have to walk it. Why have I decided to do this? Ugh. 
Sorry, I've chosen to stand right at the back. I think this is a good idea for a walker. I'm probably going to get beaten by a load of old people here. Classic. I'm in the final 10 already. Like, what, five minutes in? Brilliant. Bloody fat woman having a laugh at me, like, running up a hill. Do you want to swap places? I just got slow clapped. Anybody who's seen not another team movie knows slow clap means end of the movie. Congratulatory moment. This ain't that. I'm bloody thirsty. No one's offered me a drink yet. Mouth's dry on the sands of Tatooine. Oh, where's the liver when you need them? Boom. Keith just got zombie by the cranberries on this playlist. Legend. I feel smug every time I pass a thin person. Come on, fat lad. Eight miles, still going strong, still running. I'm knackered though. I've got a much slower pace than I did. I think I've got a strategy though. If I start insulting people and calling them names along the way, then maybe they'll chase me and I might run faster. That's a good idea. I'm struggling down the road. I'm running like I've possibly myself I don't know it's such a weird walk slash run slash weird walk I'm on the final mile I've nearly done it I can't believe it cool as this had to run past a bakery my Doran fans Unless anybody's five times, 29 people still there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's 29 people to go, so what that makes me the 30th to, from last to finish. Wow. So you did it. I did it. Keith, have you worked out your maths? But the, wor- the worst thing there was the, the fat woman laughing at me as my ran up the hill. She was having a right chuckle to herself, and it's kind of like, do you know what? You tubby bitch. <laughs> let's swap places. Let's see you get up this hill. Let's carry me on your back. I was fuming. Did Kate Bush help that moment? Oh, yeah. So when I was running up a hill ride, your playlist conveniently played <laughs> Kate Bush running up that hill. It's kind of like, yeah, thanks. I really needed that. Does, doesn't that woman live on that hill? Yeah, so you know, she probably rolls down it. I'm fuming, do you know what I mean? Then I was all jogging away, instant I seen red. I was almost going to stop and I was going to go, what's the problem? Let's talk about it. Why are you judging me when you're bigger than I am? But I I kept on running. I thought, I'm going to be the bigger person here. Did you use the range? I'm going to be the thinner person here. Did you use that rage to like keep powering on a little bit longer? Yeah, I did. It was degrading. People just like, when you're running past, they're like, come on, come on. And I'm running by myself and it's like, oh, just, you're making me feel low it's kind of i know you're cheering me on but you're just kind of patronizing did laura me. come back and like run with you for the last couple of months oh, no, laura's gone she was like sod that fat lad i'm out of there <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's what gets you for eating meat that's what it yeah, is yeah exactly but no i i might do something along the lines of it again mm-hmm. and did they mistake you for a famous person while you were out and about doing that um no, but I did get beaten by a girl that looked like Lena Dunham and, 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 a, and a man who was running and walking who had the name Pie Man written on his shirt. Pie Man? Yeah, so I got beaten by Pie Man. <laughs> did he like throw pies at people like he's a rubbish superhero? He stopped every few minutes to eat a pie. Did he yeah, go to the bakery. <laughs> did, he, did he disappear into the bakery and come out in his full Pie Man costume? <laughs> 
<laughs> so are you going to try the Great Birmingham run next? Uh, I'm not, Dave. No, I think I might just go for a nice run around the block. <laughs> no. this, the block here? Yeah. Around no. <laughs> the building. Just no, he's talking about a little square block. He puts <laughs> in his front room. Lego block. What he means is he's going to run around to Latif's. But all joking aside, well done, Guy, for also raising money for charity as well. Oh, yeah, did that. round of applause. Charity, so that was good. Well done, sir. I like British applause. Eh? Yeah. You got to do, sl- do the slow clap, you know the. Oh, yeah, the 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 keep yeah. going, sir. Keep going. You yeah. want the full slow clap, the. Oh no, I, mate! I got plenty of that. <laughs> See, that, that's the one you always get in an American movie at the end, where somebody's like trying to get everybody up clapping with <laughs> somebody who's not really the hero, but yeah. everybody wants to be like him. Did it all go into a delirious slow motion at the end when you were coming up to the tape? Did the chariots of fire start playing it was, in your it head? It was getting tough, but do you know what? Like the fine, one of the final boosts me was Ryan dropped Xanadu on the playlist, and literally that <laughs> yes. like, just kicked me into gear. Like, nothing like a bit of Xanadu. Did you, get, did you get a medal in a silver blanket as well? Uh, I got a medal and a kind of Red Bull and a Twix. <laughs> they gave you a Red Bull after it. Yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> and I only ate half the Twix as well. That's so, not like you. I know the medal's kind of crappy, but it's it kind of proves that I'm fat and I can do things. So I guess you know. You're fat and you can run. Some vodka for your <laughs> no, I didn't have a chance. I was, I was just confused by the end of it. <laughs> I love the fact they managed to make a feature though whilst I was running. Like some girl went past like, how are you able to do that when you're doing it? It's because I'm ace, that's why. So you just keep your running going and definitely mind what I'm doing. What were, they, what were you doing while you were running? I was texting Ryan and Keith and I was uh, recording at the same time. So I was keeping the boys happy and making content. See, this is a man with depth perception. This is what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for a bit of weird news. What? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, the weird news first article is you run in a marathon, which yeah. I never thought would happen. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that weird, weird. It happened. Half a marathon. Yes. Wifey Brummy has found these. Well, where's, little... where's Brummow going? Brummow's moving the door. He's Dave, well, get back here. I have stupid news stories to tell you. Personal fan at the moment. So. He's a bit toasty. Well, Dave, you are an award winner, so go and find yourself a personal <laughs> fan. Yeah. Need a personal yes. Right, Wifey Brimmy has found these two news stories for us this week. What do you want to do you know, for first? Do you want to go for the postman or Yeah, Wolverine? go for the postman, yeah. Mail carrier leaves apologetic note after dropping package in toilet. Oh. How? How? <laughs> how, how does this work? Why, why would you take post into the toilet with you? In the first place, <laughs> I, have, I have seen the photo. Oh, isn't it, isn't it the one where he posted it through a window in the house and it ended up in the toilet? Yes. 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 Tell us, tell us, tell us the order of that. So, a tweet went out on the thirtieth of March from uh, Mr. Sam Cook at sjcook94 with, "Well, this happened for the the, <laughs> the sorry we missed you note that the post office is notorious for leaving." So, as UPI says, an Englishman returned home to find a strange note explaining why a package he ordered was in his toilet. <laughs> Sam Cook shared photos of the una- unopened package nestled in his toilet bowl along with two missed delivery cards from the Royal Mail. Why <laughs> <Boy> two? <laughs> the first miss- missed delivery note simply informed that the package had been delivered through an open window into Cook's home. Whilst <laughs> 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 the second note <laughs> featured an apologetic message after the delivery person realised the package had fallen into the loo. <laughs> I'm really sorry the mail carrier wrote, I think your parcel might have fallen into the toilet accidentally. <laughs> The Royal Mail reached out to Cook on Twitter after his post went viral, but the 22-year-old took the bizarre situation and destroyed. There is often honestly nothing to apologise for. The parcel is absolutely fine. Gave me a thousand of us a good laugh. That's all he responded. Cook did, however, request to be put in contact with the Mail character to prove the viral post was actually real. Right. Firstly, I would have taken Royal Mail to the cleaners. 
because I'm a nasty person, so I would have been on the phone screwing my mouth off. You'd have probably been on the toilet. But let's look at this in perspective, okay? So this parcel gets dropped in the toilet. Did the postman climb up a ladder and drop it into the bathroom no, upstairs? The I'm assuming this is a downstairs loop, like a ground, porch floor kind toilet. of toilet. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to write a news story, give us the details for the, you know. I've, I've got to go with what I've got. He, he gave you the tweet details, and yes. I saw the image of it. Um, it, it was a, a ground floor. You could see the trees through the open toilet window. And uh, you could see the toilet bowl with the parcel squished into it. <laughs> what's this kind of a reaction to? <laughs> is, this, is this kind of a reaction to? Is this postman taking a reaction to kind of people <laughs> peeing through letterboxes? Is this is how it all works now? You pee through a letterbox and post your post in the toilet. This is the new Amazon Prime service, Amazon Poo. Give <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, toiletries, but in the toilet. Sam, you just Sam, some flood. Sam's clearly a forward thinker though, because he's got three three toilet rolls ready. Next he's to got toilet. four he's, he's and like a one on the roll. He lives next door to Guy. Oh, and there's one on the roll as well. <laughs> He lives next door to Guy, yeah. he's not going to get caught, sure. Yeah, this is a replacement for Amazon Prime, Amazon Poo, where you just request it, you press flush and the parcel appears. <laughs> was it bottom wipes? Is that what was in there? It might have been VI Poo, which is... This, have you seen the advert for VI Poo online, by the way? No. So this is a spray which you pre-poo, spray the toilet with the scent, oh, and it captures yeah. the poo smell, apparently. Oh, yes. wow. Ten quid a bowl, me and Viv, sorry, in Tesco's. Half of the pleasure of going to the toilet is that smell. Yeah. So, yes. you know, why, why deprive yourself? It's all yeah. good. I, I like that story from this week. I, I don't think, think that story is as good as the one with as the guy who chucked it on the roof yeah. of somebody's <laughs> two-story house. <laughs> yeah. no, it accidentally, it accidentally ending up in the toilet, well, open it's window. Yeah. You can kind of see uh, that that I, could happen. But chucking it on a roof. I think we can beat this with new story with the next one. No, What's the next it's one? Good. It's a good one. Tell us the next one. Also from UPI.com. Philippine Clinic uses Wolverine to sell circumcisions. <laughs> Keith's just stunned by this stuff. There's several thoughts going through it's my the, head. It's at the, the same photo time. that makes it. The <laughs> photo <laughs> put. It's um. It's Wolverine with crossed arms with the words "circumcision package." <laughs> Fourteen hundred. Shouldn't it be package circumcision? If, if you're unsure of the pose, he's doing the Freddy Krueger pose from the. Uh, okay. Yes. So. A medical clinic in the Philippines is using an unusual mascot to advertise its circumcision service, claw-bearing X-Men superhero Wolverine. The advertisement for Dionisio M. Cornell Memorial Medical Center in Antipolo <laughs> features an image of Hugh Jackman as the adamantium clawed character played in the, he played in the X-Men and Wolverine movies next to the text promoting the clinic's circumcision service. The advert went viral after a photo was shared online by Jerry Davila, a blogger and self-styled rock accordionist. What? It gets weirder. A text at the bottom of the advert roughly translates to Clean Doctor Hospital, this is where you get painless circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> the poster says the foreskin removal service, which is probably not actually carried out by a mutant superhero with retractable claws, costs around $28. I'd be worried if I turned up for a circumcision and Wolverine was stood there with his claw out. <laughs> and I had to pay $28 for it as well. <laughs> Maybe there's like, you get a signed autograph afterwards. <laughs> like, just like you get the skin in a box <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> with a signed picture of Hugh Jackman. I've, I've, seen, they, I've um, seen a few movies with Wolverine in. 
it's not it's, that, that's not going to go well just shared, shared scared Sean minded the way upstairs <laughs> you got to be fair to Sean he just walked to the studio and the first word he heard you say was circumcision circumcision so and, I can't and, say what, that what was the word what was the word you heard circumcision it's a very rare Stevie Wonder record circumcision <laughs> I, do, I do think that they do this so they can clone you in the future what, they're they're just trying to clone your willy. They're just bottles no, on No, 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 from your foreskin. I think, I think it's a better campaign than the one they ran before when they That's had Hannibal Lecter. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's a step up in the right direction. I think cloning from foreskins already happened. I mean, look at the current president. Oh. Oh. I don't think they cloned it. I think they just yes. stuffed it. <laughs> anyway, that's our weird news for the week. Coming up next, it's an interview with Adam White from Transformers Nation. I just woke up and numbed down on some good mobile gaming. <laughs> That's the sustenance I need. Yeah, I'm trying to not play too much of Mass Effect. Probably. Oh no, I'm worse. I, um, I so I play Transformers Earth Wars. Ah. And part of the the majesty of Earth Wars. Apart from the bike, this is a noisy uh, bicycle. This is a noisy bicycle. Yeah, that's a, that's a Decepticon sneaking in. Um, no, part of it is that you do, you know, group activities. Yes. So, of course, at the weekend, if a group activity means you have to be online all the time, it you, means coming you in. You have to be online all the time. I have to be online all the time. So, I've actually brought a laptop, full laptop with me, <laughs> and a dongle because my phone's busted, so that I can at some point jump into a McDonald's, <laughs> get online, and play a mobile game on my computer. That is how sad my <laughs> life is. Honestly, kids, ne- don't buy a mobile. It's just, it's the first step to gambling. Uh, if you haven't guessed who I'm speaking to, it's lovely Adam White from Transformers Nation. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so whilst we were in Southampton for Southampton yes. and Superpod, we decided to pop along and say hello as your nearish boy. Yes, Canada. yeah, I'm just down the road. It, it's it's nice that you've come all the way down for this yeah. event. It, it, we thought we'd have a geeky roomy road trip. It's been yeah. a while since we went out. And we're actually sat in the beautiful ruins of Hollywood Church here in Southampton. Yes, it's the Church of the Sailors. It was bombed out... Uh, in 1940 and they've left the ruins the sort of outside walls and the, and the tower as a pretty powerful uh, monument yeah. and behind us is uh, there's a war memorial uh, a plaque dedicated to the Falklands and yeah. there are other plaques around dedicated to all the wars it almost serves its purpose without yeah. having to make a big statement yeah, and there's a beautiful giant anchor as well, popped up in the corner as a little ice memorial. Southampton is one of those odd things. It's a new town built on the wreck of an old town. It's very much like an RPG game. <laughs> no, no, seriously, yeah. because they are constantly opening up new elements of uh, underground walls and vaults, yeah. and, and they're discovering new things. Admittedly, though, no zombies or mutants. Which, frankly, when you've gone to Southampton, you can see that just walking down the high street. Yeah. So. <laughs> No, I mean, it is a beautiful place. It's, as I said, it's going through a massive period of regeneration, a bit like Birmingham yeah. itself. At Absolutely. The it seems to be knocking down half it and rebuilding the other half at the same time. Yeah. It's a beautiful little world and it's beautiful blue skies today, which makes a change considering it's spring. Yeah, it's, it's good that the, the geeky brown crowd, are, or at least some of you, are, are getting out into the yeah. sunshine. <laughs> Apologies for the traffic, by the way, folks. And, of course, the, the church bell that's now going off. <laughs> so, Transformers Nation is coming yes. up soon. Yes, it is, yeah. Um, August, yeah, it's all, it's all 
coming together. There's a, an awful lot of work still bringing elements in. Uh, we have got an, an, a lot to announce. We just need to get everything sorted and, and you know, underlined and checked. Yeah. And I think anyone who's, who's run an event knows that there's so much work goes into getting stuff together, bringing the different pieces, and yeah. sometimes they don't fit or sometimes they don't work out. But you still keep bringing more and more and more. And yeah. we know we've got some surprises anyway. We've got new guests already, yeah. you know, announced. So it's good. And I always think of it a bit like an engine. It's got hundreds and hundreds of moving parts which yeah. all need to work synchronously together yes. to make something happen. I am the lowly squeaky cog <laughs> that, and I repeat, cog, that, <laughs> that just constantly makes an annoying noise. That's me. You always need a few people to grease the wheels. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that'd be Billy. <laughs> So how is things going with Transport Nation? You mentioned you've got some guests coming. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. We announced our tickets back in, I think it was the start of February, and we had a massive take-up. Um, it's already a lot busier than, certainly at this time last year. Yeah. Uh, we've been rolling out guests, and I think uh, we've had the likes of Venus Terzo, first time mm-hmm. in the UK for a TFCon. Uh, Bob Budiansky, first time yes. in any Transformers the, convention. The legendary Bob Budiansky. One of the most important figures in our world, um, arguably the most important. Uh, Josh Perez, who is one of the most talented comic artists and colorists uh, that has been since the, since the yeah. days of Dreamwave. First time ever in the UK. Sarah Peter Duresh, who does, if you've bought a Transformer recently, yeah. you've seen her artwork on the boxes. Yeah. And, and she's, you know, a head of her own comic. Uh, yeah, the, the talent we've got in is incredible. We've got more to come. As we've said in the past, <clears throat> Transformers is not just the cartoon or the current run of no. movies. It's a massive amount around that. You've got the comic series from IDW, Dreamwave, yep. Yep. Marvel, yep. with the early comics. Uh, you've got so many different novels around it. You've got, as you said, the toy line. You've got um, the films as well. You know, We're going to be hosting our event less than a month after the next film comes out yeah. and regardless of what you think of the trailer and what they've done with advertising it's going to be a very different type of movie it seems to have pulled away a little bit from the explosion gasm that was I, I honestly movies. don't think it is I think what they did is a lot of people will have seen a, a very interesting promo uh, yeah. that aired recently that was based around the young female character and yeah. a very, very young female character. Yeah. What wasn't widely reported at the time was that trailer was solely to go in front of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And the people that would go see Beauty and the Beast are not normally the sort that would go see Transformers. No. So they needed something to go, hey, everybody, this is for you. Yeah. So I think it's a smart move. Michael Bay will still do all of his explosions. I'm sure there, there will, will be, be the plenty of that. explosions. Yeah. I think it's a very thing. It's a very good thing nowadays, and it is something that's changing the industry quite a lot. Is a lot of strong female characters that are coming mm. out a hell of a lot more, and I'm all for that. I mean, it, just because it's an action movie doesn't mean it just has to be about blokes beating other blokes up. Oh God, no! Um, I think we've seen that. I mean, last year we had thirty percent. Yeah. female attendees uh, I personally think uh, female attendees that we have at TF Nation are they're the noisiest they get the, the more involved than the yeah. male attendees they have a passion for it and they yeah. really enjoy their time um, I think they're the best thing that's happened to Transformers fandom I really do so what kind of things have you having returning from last year um, I think for a start the basics there's going to be a massive toy hall and it's going to be bigger than last year because we're in a bigger hall Yeah, uh, we've got uh, the uh, voice actor guests, some of them we've announced. Um, you've then got 
Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of like the standard things. Yes. Um, so you're going to have the cosplay, which well, always is a big fit. The cosplay is going to be significantly bigger this year. Yeah. Um, again, more and more people are taking notice. The cosplayers are a fantastic bunch of people, very supportive. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be, frankly, huge. And we're putting as well, like last year, I know when George came down, yeah. she commented on the way that we organized the cosplay yeah. to help the cosplayers yeah. because it's quite uncomfortable for them sometimes to do this yeah. building a big robot suit is not easy and it's um, not very easy to get out of the case we can get yes yeah. yeah that's true so anything that we can do to help them yeah. that would be good but we're looking to add extra elements that again i can't talk about at the moment no. but always improving so um as for the other aspects yes a lot of the general structure is as of last year yeah but we like to add something to all of that and there'll be some traders there that you can spend all your pocket money. Uh, there will be. I can't. This is this is the downside. I can't even announce traders yet yeah. for fear because there's obviously the politics yeah. between the traders of who is announced yeah. first. But yeah, we've got we've got a full house. Yeah. So we're doing good. So there's going to be fantastic artists, fantastic yeah. traders, fantastic events. I know a bit that's close to your heart is the script readings that you uh, have. script readings uh, so the script readings definitely going ahead I will also be doing the bedtime story element uh, that we've done before which has a few cons do now um, but again we're looking to add more to it um, oh, I can't wait to tell you the element we want to add to it this year <laughs> but um, until certain things are announced I can't even comment That's on it but I'm, I'm I'm so so pleased I'm so so proud of what we've done so far yeah I mean for a convention that only started last year it seems to have snowballed so quickly into such a number we're, we're constantly looking to do more and also you'll you'll see hopefully more elements of you'll see some Gundam elements you'll mm-hmm. see some other franchises coming in are the GoBots return? Uh, the GoBots no <laughs> um, the GoBots for those who don't know we, we did quite a lot of regarding the GoBots last year because that is an important element of our franchise there are other aspects of our franchise that don't get a highlight yeah. and we are looking to one of those already and people that we've contacted to get involved with it are super pumped that we're doing it so you're going to see a lot you're going to see different types of media you're going to see different yeah you're going to see stuff that blows your mind (laughs) I'm really 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 looking forward to coming along this year because unfortunately I couldn't make it myself I tell you what we are we're really excited by the the fact that you guys are coming Um, again after this broadcast folks uh, we're going to have a chat about um how we can get you guys more involved and yeah. um, um, what we can do for you and say if other people out there want to do something yeah. at the convention we're setting aside our Friday it's basically a fan event day yeah. so people can do or pitch to us what they want at a yeah. convention and that's an amazing way to reach out to your people I mean I think a lot of people think with conventions it's planned three, six, nine months in advance, which the vast bulk of it is. But to a have large that, chunk is. But to have that freedom and allow people to come and influence the event that they want to see is an amazing way of keeping in touch with the community. Well, let's face it. I mean, at the end of the day, um, people ask, oh, who, who are your special guests? Yeah. And we turn around and go, every attendee. Yeah. Because every attendee commits to us by buying a ticket. Yeah. So we commit to them by giving them the best experience we can. And that's how it should be. That's how it should be. And where can we find the information about you online? If you go onto Facebook and just go to TF Nation, uh, we will pop up straight away. Um, if you go on the internet and just type TF Nation into Google, uh, you will see us pop up straight away. It's and tfnation.com. It's tfnation.com. And um, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. 
Um, we're probably on other things on the web. <laughs> I don't like to delve too deeply. MySpace? Uh, my, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're also on, uh, yeah, yeah. I think an Apple One app yeah. somewhere. But yeah, we're out. sold out of hotel rooms as well. Oh no, uh, we've we've literally got a couple left. We yeah. we ran through the hotel rooms extremely quickly. So if you um, do want to stay, get booked now. Right. Sooner. If you want to stay and you're listening to this and go, well, I want to check this out. We have got day tickets this year, both the Saturday and the Sunday, and that's really important. Yeah. But if you want a weekend ticket, um, jump onto the Facebook page and just drop us a line. Yeah. We will help you with that. I mean, there's a messaging service on there as well. Yeah, so well, we, well it, this is it. The, the whole team monitors it so we can help people. And yeah. that means as well, people are coming from overseas as well. Thanks very much for spending no worries. time with us. We'll catch you again soon. Take care. You're listening to Geeky Brummy on Brum Radio. Top Trumps, woo We're about to play a round of Top Trumps, woo Well, they're not Top Trumps. These are Ace Trumps from Carter Mundi. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're the other Trump brand. They're not top trumps, but we thought we'd That's move around. Really Trump, anything with the word Trump, Trump <laughs> ends up being slightly dodgy. Yes. Well, this okay. is an ace trump. And we are playing with farm machines. Not not actually in the studio, because we couldn't get a combine <laughs> oh, harvester. We couldn't really get a combine harvester in here. but well, You've got a brand new combine harvester, and I'll give somebody else the key. You <laughs> might do something funny with it. Hey, it's that Mr. Timms, he's back again. <laughs> right, first off. Kirk, you can pick a category. Oh, okay, right. Uh, do you need to know what machinery I've got yes. first? <laughs> hey! Woof! Okay, I'm going for the Class Jaguar 980. Ooh. And I'm going to pick length. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it kills me every time. As a history of that word, is it makes me laugh because um, years ago, some friends of mine we were driving a car and there were some builders on the side of the road and my friend rolled down the window and just shouted length at these builders and they were like, oi! Like that, like, length kills me every time because of that moment. It's like... Okay, what length is your Jaguar tractor? Uh, 6.53 metres. Impressive length. Keith? That's terrible. I'm going to waiting for when somebody has the girth category. Um, okay, then I'm going to go for the Holmer Terrados. Good name. Uh, which has a length of 11.9 Wow, oh, that's, that's a big old Crikey. length. Dave? I'm, uh, I'm going to use a crappy card now because I, I thought that I might have, have the length sorted. Uh, so I'm going to pick something else instead. Um, I'm going to pick to throw away uh, uh, A1. It's that Massey Ferguson. Obviously, uh, there was a reason that I was given <laughs> Not a good um, length on a Massey. It's <laughs> 7485. And it's uh, 5.04 metres. Yes. <laughs> so the shortest so far. Yes. yes. <laughs> See, I, so it's not what you do with it. I've but been, is, it, is it what you do with it? I've, it ain't what you do, it's the way that you do it. Yes. <laughs> I have a slightly longer length than Dave with my Kellen's Agri Buggy 2500. <laughs> <laughs> Which looks a bit like a fire engine. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Like it. I do like the Agri Buggy. That would be my choice. It's 5.4 metres long. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been smacked down by Keith's length here. Um, <laughs> the lavender length nine point t- nine point ten. So um, it's, okay. it's because it's a bit warm today. It's, so an, it's impressive, yeah. but you yeah, know. it's not not like my nearly twelve meters. <laughs> <laughs> you get to pick the next category. <laughs> Please don't be girth. <laughs> maybe he's read the decimal point wrong and it's one point two. <laughs> we will fact check. No, it is 11.95. Uh, what was it? A combine harvester? It was a bit of a combine harvester, yes. Right, okay. In that case, then, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with the Crone 
B I G. Taurus's new name. Yeah. Own B I G. And I'm going to go with its capacity of fuel tank in litres of 1,150. Wow. Ah. Kirk? Oh, I'm going to have to throw one away here, aren't I? I'm going to have to go for a rubbish one. I'm going to go for the John Deary 7250, <laughs> which is a tractor to anyone else with a yellow thing on the back. As you can tell, I did farming at school. Yeah. So a tractor with a yellow thing, small, about 700. What, what, what do you think the yellow thing does? It <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dave, um, don't look at me like that when you ask as well. Um, it kind of spins fast. Look at this. Is it picking stuff off the ground, is it? <laughs> no, it's, um, it's kind of rolling into the crops. So, oh, dear me. Oh, I'm my moustache. Dave? Um, I've got a New Holland. New Holland. <laughs> new Holland. VL660, and I can't remember what. Oh, I just, I fuel capacity. Fuel capacity in litres. Fuel capacity. The capacity of the fuel tank is 260. Oh, tiny. And, but, it's, but it's a little blue tractor thing. Oh, nice. Cute. It's like it's picking hops or something like yeah. that. Guy. My tank ain't packing much. <laughs> 750. What is it? Oh, it's, it's, it's a New Holland as well. Uh, the CR nine sixty. This, this is a big mother trucker. <laughs> it's the CR nine sixty with what looks like arms. Wow! Yeah, it does actually genuinely look like that. Right, I have a piddly little tank. Okay, <laughs> almost as bad as guy's small tank, <laughs> which is a Grimo thirteen fifty VT. Grimo, that sounds like something like which, one which, like a which is a half track <laughs> tractor by the look of it with a crane and lots of logs on the back. Two ten. Oh. So not only have I got a massive length, I've You've got, got a, a big tank. tank. Big keeps tank. me going for ages. <laughs> right, I'm going to let Matt David pick the last category. From our book. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, cubic capacity. I'm going to pick as my category. Um, and uh, I, I actually don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> it's a capacity I, I've, in cubes. I've got a I've got a case at CT, fifty-fifty, and this actually looks like a traditional combine harvester. It's red. Which is the colour that I'd expect it to be. Because if you lose it in a Thank, field... Thanks for that. Because yeah. if you lose it in a field, you can find it quite easily. Isn't it what, yellow about a colour? Yes. Oh, if it's in a... Uh, would it be like... Have, have big grass cutters on a field of poppies? I don't know. Maybe it would. It possibly it'd be bigger than the poppies as well. So, you might so my, my cubic capacity is 7,500. Oh, that's a big capacity Whoa. there. Keith, Mighty. can you beat Whoa. that capacity? I, I can't beat that capacity. capacity. Dwitz Flower Agrovector 40.9. What country did you say they were from? It didn't say, it's Italy. not a country, it's just card. Uh, and it only has a cubic capacity CCM of 4,000 that's terrible but well, that's mostly because you sit on the picture it's dumping half of it out so <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> it doesn't need to keep it <laughs> why were these made I don't know no. okay I've got uh, Dave's big brother tractor yeah. here or combine after. I've got the case CHX it too is red and um, <laughs> is doing combine harvestery stuff um, it's a similar picture uh, but this is ten and a half thousand Ooh. mighty I thought I had a winner on this one I've been trumped again <laughs> guy uh, I've got the challenger 68 OB uh, I'm not very good at reading out big numbers so I'm gonna have to say the number say the numbers uh, one the two number. five zero zero <laughs> 
12 and a half thousand. Do you work in numbers, Guy? <laughs> on like spreadsheets and <laughs> well, that? I get this Same embarrassing numbers. moment occasionally when I have Same to tell my buzz again. 1, 2, 5, 0, 0. So I always get these embarrassing moments at work when I have to present my boss with some figures. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's uh, one two five zero zero zero. Let me write it down on the board. See, I thought I'd won with my Massey Ferguson Sirius 7278. The serious version? Yeah, serious. Well, that's not as good as the uh, mildly that's amusing a, version. That's yeah. the big Massey, the bulked up yes. Massey. But it only got a cubic capacity of 8,400. Did I win? Yes, you, you did. You smashed it? No, with your one, Keith two, five, zero, zero. Yes. Keith, winner speech. Uh, thank you very much. Actual vehicles that we, we can prove the facts <laughs> of rather than random made up. Sure, Keith, than... you've got the length, but I've got the capacity. <laughs> yeah, but I've also got the uh, fuel to keep going. <laughs> right, shall we go through what's left in the pack and see if we'd purchase this one or not? This is my favourite, the Case Magnum 310. Oh, I'll Ooh. buy that one again. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like it should be on Anchorman. The John Deere 9530T. What? Is that the little one you can drive on the road? No, it's quite big. It's got a half track. Mm. New, Ho New Holland TG285, I think that means Top Gear. No, I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not liking these New Holland ones. Yes. No. The Dutzfauer Agrotron X720. Say their name That again. sounds like it should be a Rick and Morty. Dutzfauer. The Dutzfauer Agrotron X720. Do you think that Chris Eubank would own these? Because <laughs> didn't he have a tank at one yes. point? The McCormick <laughs> TTX230. Well. Nice little unit. The New Holland TL100A. Now this one looks like a... This one looks like a racing tractor. Oh, that's a meaty machine. That is a meaty machine. It's the Challenger MT975B. Oh, that's it. Monster truck wheels oh, yeah, and yeah. everything. Yeah, that's that's the one you want. Whereas the Lincoln Lindner Geotrack 124 looks like a toy. It's got a face on it. <laughs> oh. It's so cute. That's going to crash into a train. Yes. <laughs> I'm so dull. <laughs> New Holland T8040. Yeah. The Class Celtis 456. The same Explorer Cubed 85. Do you square. have? Oh, no, it doesn't look square. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a big farming following on the show? I don't know. I was going to say, is this the we episode now? <laughs> is this the episode where Geeky Bobby turned into country file? <laughs> yeah. We have a we have a rather large readership. Readership. <laughs> <laughs> readership in Somerset, I believe. If, if you do now. find it with the hashtag uh, farming on Mixcloud, though, don't ah. be surprised. Here, okay. Here's the here's the tractor to be the envy of all your farming friends. It's the Lamborghini <laughs> R8.265. Oh, awesome! You can have a Lamborghini in the garage is it a coupe? or the shed. Oh, that like is cool. Tractor. Yeah, I'll quickly go for the rest of them. John Deere 9300, no. Same Iron 210, no. Steer CVT track, guy. No, I just feel here, Ryan, that you're just shopping for a tractor and you know, yeah. just trying to Are get out of it. Are you to shout swap at some point? And one left, <laughs> one left for David, which is carrying a truck, carrying a... Portaloo? Portaloo, by the look of it. <laughs> uh, Massey Ferguson 8925. Hooray! Yay. It's a game review. <laughs> so I'm assuming I'm the only person in the studio that's played Mass Effect Andromeda so far. Yeah, because you've got no yes. life. Yes, indeed. I've, I have a life. I haven't got as far into it as I'd like to have done. Can you, can you it's tell life. Can you tell me what Mass Effect is? I have a look. Just in general. Mass Effect Andromeda is the fourth game in the Mass Effect series. So there was the original trilogy, which was Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3, which were a very popular series. The first one released 10 years ago, 2007. I know, it's the man that looks like Billy Wiz in the icon. What? <laughs> is that what the picture is? No. Is that the right one? No. <laughs> so why is that? 
So Mass Effect is a <laughs> sci-fi RPG game from Bioware. So Bioware have done some amazing games in the past, like Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, they do the Dragon Age series of games, so they are one of the specialists in RPG games. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is their newest one. It's four or five years since Mass Effect 3, Keith. Yeah, because it's Mass Effect 3 was last gen. So yeah, been so it was Xbox 360, the, yeah, PlayStation so, yeah, it's, it's, 3. It's a good few years. Yeah. So this game is out currently on Xbox One. Yes, it is a completely different game. What game were you thinking of, Dave? I don't know. I thought it was called Mass Effect. (laughs) (laughs) His icon was Billy Wiz. We've had enough innuendo in this. No, it was a, it was a guy that looks like he's been involved in a nuclear fallout. So that was why I was so oh, Fallout Four, yeah, maybe from Bethesda, yeah, maybe <laughs> different series. Is it called, <laughs> is it <laughs> is it called Fallout? It's yes. called Fallout. Yes. Are you thinking of the character Pit Boy? Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Wiz. <laughs> Getting back onto Mass Effect. <laughs> No, so. let's just do a Billy Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So getting back onto Mass Effect, this is, as I said, the fourth game in the series, but it takes a complete departure from the previous series, which was a trilogy just about uh, Commander Shepard. Uh, the whole story of those three games was his period from going from a <laughs> going from a Alliance military member through to a Spectre, through to a member of Cerberus Initiative, through to saving the galaxy. <laughs> Whereas this one is about a. Sh- uh, collection of ships that have gone over to the next galaxy along called Mass Fit. well called Andromeda of course so this is a completely different segue storyline this happens between Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 so anything that happened in Mass Effect 3 does not really get mentioned so it's pretty much just a restart on the series and reception so far has been mixed to say the best Okay. so there's quite a few issues with bugs facial animations, it was Pretty Isn't much, the it? game was released before it was ready. What sort of issues with facial animations? <coughs> What's going on there? Uh, they were People falling. Like Billy <laughs> they were falling into the uncanny valley. So very glassy eyes, very unexpressioned. They were falling yeah. into the uncanny yeah. valley. Yes. I, I, I mean, so never I heard of the uncanny valley. No. <laughs> so the uncanny valley is where a character looks very human, but it doesn't look quite enough human to convince you. So mm, it's got right, that okay. touch of the strange to it. So it's like when you see like a very good store mannequin. Yeah. It looks like a real person, but it's not, and you can tell it's not a real person. Your brain starts going a bit. Ooh. Yeah, I don't understand the controversy around facial animation in this game because one, it's a computer game. Yeah. And two, it's like you can you still walk into walls when you're controlling stuff. It's, it's yeah. playing a game. I mean, mm. you know, I don't I don't remember when I was playing the Atari Two Six Hundred complaining that the facial animation on ET. <laughs> um, it's like what, the, yeah. the focus is now on graphics. I mean, they've released a patch this week actually, which patch one point oh five support numerous fixes including they've replaced all the eyes of all the characters in the games with blank, dark, <laughs> blank. with updated models which look yeah, a lot better I, I just think if that's what if your bugbear about a game is like oh the facial animation's rubbish you yeah. shouldn't be playing games so I play the game and then comment yeah. on that but if the animation's off who cares and it's the, not that important yeah the other thing that has been mentioned and has been a bit controversial is the amount of side quests in the game because it's one of those games It's if you ever played a Bioware RPG there'll be a main story thread all the way through and that'll be about 20 hours worth of gameplay and there'll be hundreds upon hundreds of side quests where it's go off, do a little mission do a find this, find this item collect these items and it's all pretty much that kind of thing and it's very easy to get distracted from the main story and forget where you are in a game I think that's very realistic, especially when you've got like the mission of find Gar- Granny's car keys. Yeah, she's left them somewhere on the spaceship. <laughs> is that genuine? It's a, it's a secret one you have yeah, to find. Secret mission. Oh, secret mission. That's a, that's a mission. Uh, 
you know, I think if you buy a Mass Effect game, you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's a sci-fi it's, RPG. I mean, I've loved every minute of it so far. The storyline is not the best written in the world, but it's better than Mass Effect 3 storyline was, which was roundly panned when it first came out. Uh, they've introduced a couple of new species, so you've got the Ket in there, you've got the Agarans in there, so they are building up and bringing up the gameplay. And, I mean, I'm about the third of the way through so far. I'm enjoying it. There's lots of different environments, as many planets you can go. They've kept a balance of all three of the last Mass Effect games, so if you ever played Mass Effect 1, you had the vehicle in that they could drive around in the mako this version has what's called the nomad which is a very similar kind of thing so you can drive around the map go and explore things find out missions by going to explore you've got the combat carried forward from mass effect 3 so that's really good they've tweaked quite a lot of stuff on that you've got the multiplayer there so jump online with the friends and like complete a mission you've got strike team missions where you can go off and play a multiplayer game or have it like a bit like xcom so where you can go off and like build a little mission in the game I think, you've, I think elements you've kind of, of everything just, in it. You've just kind of stumbled across there why perhaps there's a few problems with it because yeah. I think they're overreaching. Yeah, and it, it's I think they're stretching to do too much. It's the same with No Man's Sky earlier it, last was it, it last year I think yeah. No Man's Sky where they like went it's this big epic sci-fi and I think No Man's overreaching really to compare it with No Man's Sky is a little bit disingenuous because No uh, No Man's Sky was an indie game that was yeah. billed as a triple A title. This is from a triple A studio. I think I need to strip it back and it's like either ditch the multiplayer and cut, focus on a straight um, tell a good story ditch the multiplayer because nobody plays multiplayer for anything really if you're going to play multiplayer you're just going to end up playing card but this is what people expect now they expect because well, you're paying so much for a game slap players yeah. and go actually your expectations are rubbish yeah. and you just want to play the same old cobblers every time but to justify that's 50 60 pound price yeah. tag but they'll throw 50, as much as they pounds can for zelda breath of the sky breath of the wind yeah and that's not got multiplayer that's not got you know running around but that's got a big open world yeah. um, thing and i think where Nintendo have succeeded is they focused on the core gameplay just and gameplay, made yeah. that what it needs to be. Yeah. And I think Mass Effect has just tried to be it's tried to be a bit of card, it's tried to be a bit of uh, Dragon Age, yeah. it's tried to be too much and I think they should have just focused down on telling a really good yeah. story and just follow it, follow it through. I mean I'm interested but I, I think I'd rather replay the first yeah, I mean, My final point on it would be it's worth picking up but I'd wait for a couple of more patches to fix some of the known bugs and issues in it first but it is a worthy addition to the game I think Big thing I want to know, Ryan, is uh, how's your wife finding the game? Very <laughs> annoying because I just sit there with my laptop with my headphones in and she tries to speak to me and I'm in like my own little world. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed that review of Mass Effect Andromeda. Next up, a couple of series are returning soon. Well, one's already returned in one episode format and the West are due soon. Keith, do you want to explain what's happened with Rick and Morty season three? He's got yeah. a gob on his face. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just clean that away. <laughs> Accidental. Um, yeah, well, the, the good thing was Rick and Morty came back on April the 1st with a special preview that rolled in America. Yes. America, they rolled on Adult Swim all the way through and it streamed in, in other countries, except in the UK, didn't do that. Um, the bad side was it meant that there was no Samurai Jack episode this week. So, mm. swings and roundabouts, dogs and bags, as we like to say at home. Um, but um, <laughs> what does what? that mean? <laughs> it's like dogs and bags, you know, swings and roundabouts. Dogs and bags. Explain. It's like, it's like, just, you it's say dog and bag, I think someone's trying to drown a dog in a bag. So. <laughs> well, you would. Well, I was thinking a dog that's just been to You hang next. around Dan Cooper Gavin too much, that's why. <laughs> that's where that's you go like, today. What is, what's in the bag, sir? Dogs. Poppies. Spadoosh. I'm so nice. <laughs> Have you seen my kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill us. 
but nicely. <laughs> In bags like with puppies. <laughs> Maybe you'll suffocate you with a puppy. Just like squeeze it. Oh, Dan, oh, Dan, have you got puppies in those bags this week? Nope, it's the cast of Geeky Brummy this week. <laughs> I hate them as much as dogs now. Thank you very much. Anyway, back to Rick and Morty. Yeah. So it went out with the first episode, which was kind of a... People didn't believe it at first when they said, we're going to show you the first well, episode. releasing it on April Fool's doesn't... Yeah. Mm. Um, so it went, it went on a rolling... Um, one, I saw it on a different uh, platform. Um, but it was... It opened with a kind of um, rug pull. Yeah. Which kind of set you up as if it was like, oh, they've skipped yeah, out what yeah. was happening. So if you haven't seen Rick and Morty up to the end of season two, I won't he spoil it. He was in it. space prison, basically. Yeah. Um, but it came back with a, uh, a storming first episode. Yeah. It was um, lots of callbacks to lots of previous episodes. Yeah. I had a catch up on it as well. It was really it was stunning really basically the whole uh, the whole uh, crux of the episode is to get yeah. McDonald's to relaunch its Mulan Sichuan dipping sauce that it yes. did as a tie in ago. to the yeah. Mulan film uh, and as it's a great live action a bit Mulan, of an internet sensation with yeah, it they should bring it back I've never had it and I probably won't because yeah. I don't shop at McDonald's so no but um, apparently, <laughs> shop at McDonald's. Sorry, <laughs> with a trolley. <laughs> Is that uh, not how you do it? Some <laughs> yeah. chicken nuggets, please. <laughs> I'm stocking up for the weekend. So, you know, it's the bank holiday coming, so I've got to make Have sure. Have you got I've any Szechuan sauce? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually the way they won't, haven't got yes. what you want. Um, I must say, my favourite line, which doesn't spoil anything, is no, I do not want to see your pod collection. <laughs> That's a good line. That's yes, a good line. That is a but, great line. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, I love the show. It's got lots of um, meta content. It's yep. pretty brilliant. It's not everybody's it, it's bag. Rick but and Morty. It, if you've watched any of the other stuff, you're going to love this. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a disappointment we're going to have to wait a few more months for the rest of the episodes. Yeah, I think it's end of May they were about to drop. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Or appear on television. Yes. Before that, though, Doctor Who will be returning. He's still got a flob on his face. Doctor Who. Hey. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Our Doctor Who expert, David Matthew, knows when every single theme tune was ever released for Doctor Who. I like Doctor Who. As you discovered last night, didn't you? Yes. No, Dave knows everything about Doctor Who. He was terribly surprised to discover when we went through the list of theme tunes for Everything about Doctor Who. I think. How big is David Tennant? I've heard he's equipped. He's got a nickname, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. David Tennant. Yes, that's what I saw yesterday. Not, not. You saw David Tennant <laughs> ten inches. <laughs> that's why he's going I to Cardiff. I, I saw the nickname yesterday. Coming to my Tardis tour. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to the Tardis because it's bigger on the inside. So you know he's going to get in. It's just me, David Tennant, in a hot tub in the middle. Of the <laughs> you know his length. What's his capacity? <laughs> so they've they've revealed a bunch of uh, information about series ten, which is due to come on. Easter, uh, Easter Saturday with not David Tennant Peter Capaldi yes. Peter Capaldi yes. is his last season last series not season last series series 10 yes you've been saying season though haven't you it's, we watch so much American since, TV since the show's been reborn in 2005 they're called seasons uh, so, sorry series in the in the UK it's because it's so warm in the studio um, so yeah and they've um, is that why you've been had sunglasses on your face the whole time <laughs> it has yeah it's because it's apparently 18 degrees according to Google it's actually. 24 in it so yeah so um <laughs> Uh, you've got uh, Pearl Mackey, who is Bill Potts. That's going to be coming into the series. You've got um, Matt Lucas sticking Matt around. Lucas in for a whole bunch of episodes. It says companion, but whether he's around for the whole twelve episodes, he's, is all, he's in all the promo stuff though. So I assume that he's been listed as a companion. Well, they've only listed the titles of ten of the new episodes, uh, mm. so they've left the two last two off. 
John Sim is returning in a capacity to the show. Nice, nice of the sun to spoil that. And uh, I know how that one works. The John Sim one, because they're going to go back to that period uh, when they go. So it's time travel. You see, you can do anything. But I don't I think, think they should swap him out with David Williams and see I, if anyone. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've 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 read people suggesting that John Sim is actually the new Doctor. No. Nah. No. So no. we'll see what really happens in that. But, Gene uh, Hunt would be a great new Doctor. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Seventies <laughs> Doctor, proper seventies Doctor, camel coat. I've <laughs> heard it's going to be Eddie out of Fraser. Ooh. <laughs> There's a few people who probably Niles won't watch would it. work as a Doctor. Still living Fraser. Yes. Yeah. So, so, Ni- yeah. Niles would work as the Doctor, I think. I think Daphne. it's uh, 7, would it, would it 715 or 720. Bulldog. <laughs> 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 Get into my TARDIS. It's <laughs> time for an animal to take charge of the TARDIS. So I'd quite like it to be a well, cat. They had a, giraffe, a giraffe or a camel <laughs> would be yes. quite cool. Oh, they've had a I've pet been dog in, there in this for a while. Yeah, I have. I think, I yes. think you want something. Well, you've had K9. Surely they can have a feline companion at some point. Cat Doctor. Yes. That'd be awesome. Goes around the universe going. But then yeah, the Daleks would be, be easily able to defeat him with a laser pointer and a bit of string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, the cat's just, just going to... I don't, I don't <laughs> even get to that point. The cat will just look out the door and just go, nah. <laughs> so, yeah. Not going there. So, Dave, who do you want to replace Capaldi? Because I've got I've I'm got a, a person in mind who I want. I, I, who would be your pick? I want Olivia Coleman. Get out. That would be my my pick. She's too busy on Broadchurch. That's that. It's finish, finishing. Broadchurch finishes in a few weeks. They yeah. did all the filming last year. Yeah. Um, Guy, who I haven't go? really got any preferences apart from that, so yeah. Uh, I'm really keen on Phoebe Waller-Bridge doing it. Who's she's, that? She's the girl from the TV show Fle- Fleabag. Oh yes, but yes, she's, she's current, one of the names She's that's currently uh... favourite, and I wish I'd put a bet on her when her odds were forty to one. Because <laughs> I was fully <laughs> in support. Now gone, yeah, I was yeah. fully in support of her doing it from the beginning because she's got the look and she's also got the Broadchurch connection because obviously Chris Chibnall. Who's created Broadchurch is now the new showrunner after Moffat leaves. So, yes. I think it's going to be her, and I think it's the right thing to do. I think it's going to be Stephen Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave it alone. I'm just going to. No, it'll be Russell there. T Davis. <laughs> yeah. With Stephen Moffat as the companion. Yeah, maybe they should just. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this season in so much as that. I hope that the fact that um, Moffat's not got to write himself into a corner again because he can just leave everything dangling for the next guy he just writes some good stories gives Capaldi the episodes that he deserves because yep. I think the last few series have been Meh. good in Meh. places and not so good yeah. in well, general he, he didn't Kirk who would you pick well I, always, I kept saying an animal but I can't remember the alien elf I think he'd do a cracking oh. job yeah yeah <laughs> that'd be good right, I have the perfect. and then he could chase cats mm. uh, to eat I have the perfect pick. Ed Miliband, he's not doing anything. Ed else. Miliband, <laughs> oh, good call. He'd be perfect. Ed Miliband's just troll- trolling people on Twitter, yes. isn't he? But at least it would make sense when yes. everybody goes, Doctor, who? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That'd be perfect. What? Ed and he just looks around blankly. Ed Balls. Now, Ed Balls, Ed Balls would be like a Cyberman or something. Mm. <sighs> Don't hate on Ed Balls. <laughs> and I, I'd be de- devastated if it turned out to be Chris Marshall from my family. I'd it's be probably really, going to be. I'd be really oh. gutted let's if face, that's what Let's happened. face it, the BBC are going to pick a white male in his 30s that's going to mm. appeal to girls. Like well, that's, not, that's not Chris Marshall, oh, that then, is, so that's okay. That is exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. I think they should go with filthy comedy characters and keep with people like Peter Capaldi and go Chris Morris. 
Sadly, well, Doctor Who would be amazing. Not that I'm a fan of his work, but why not get Roy Chubby Brown to do it? Charlie Brooker. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffro. <laughs> Charlie Brooker, maybe? He ends up all, he always ends up in the seventies somehow. Oh well Tardis is in the seventies again. <laughs> oh look, it's <laughs> Bernard Manning. Hello! <laughs> yeah. hey, St. We James. Should, we sh- it should be carry on up the TARDIS. Let's, <laughs> Let's go by the top of the pop studio. Let's not. No. <laughs> we always go back to carry on. I mean, I would like the BBC to pick somebody we've never heard of, never seen, mm. not announce it until the next episode comes out. Because what, I'm, what I'll be sick of is That's that when, Phil Ellis is. when, Phil Ellis. They, when they, they, they're going to announce it before this season's even yeah, finished. Yeah, come my TARDIS. And everybody's going to be like, yeah, everybody will be complaining <laughs> and they should just make oh they should do Uncanny Valley they should just cast a CGI character out of Mass Effect no. Phil Ellis is Doctor Who because he's going to correct the pronunciation <laughs> and the grammar I'm Doctor Who and this is why you're wrong so while we were down in Southampton Guy found something in Powerland which he was very that, very yeah. happy to see what is it Guy? gliders what are, type of gliders? big ones I'm yeah, renaming mine David Tennant mega distance glider apparently <laughs> David Tennant. I'm calling my glider David Tennant. It's made out of polystyrene foam and looks very suspicious, to be honest. Especially with the wings off. They're environmentally unfriendly. I don't like the idea. But they do come with stickers. What's the idea then here, Ryan? So I think we're going to go and build them. And we'll give them a bit of a fly. Go and build them. <laughs> yeah. Build them. There. Yes. I, build. Love, I love the fact that Guy's putting the wings on back to front. That's yes. just beautiful. He's yeah. an engineer. It even says he's left and right on them. <laughs> Oh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Right, I'm going to build this. I'm going to build this. So you can talk. Do you want to do some decorating? I think, yeah. It, do, it does look like a it penis, Ryan. <laughs> Guy, if this looks like a penis, you need to go and see a doctor straight away. Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> I mean, the way Ryan's holding it. Right <laughs> he even squeaks fun. <laughs> Ryan, I just. Um, Play with your plane. Yes. Okay, so yours is made then, so yeah. you're good to go. Ryan, you're still. We're ready to fly. They just start a full minute before you now. Yeah, yeah we put, at least we looked at the we thing that he said Ryan, left and put, right for the wings. Ryan, you're pushing it in too much. Go slowly. <laughs> Guy can't accommodate it. It's a bit of a tight fit. <laughs> so we're good to go as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, so let's go and take these outside and play with them. Oh, we need to decorate them beforehand. Yes. We could do that on the way. So we're going to go out, build some gliders and have some fun. It's the glider challenge off Guy versus Keith. Guy, what have you made? We've made a glider. What type of glider? Um, a lengthy glider. <laughs> Take that what you will. Keith, what have you made? Uh, a polystyrene monstrosity, which uh, I think has about as much flying capacity as a rock. Well, it's got lots of lovely stickers on it. Yes, mm. we have the wonderful audience of Kirk. Hello, hello. And Dave. Hello, 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 hello. Who wants to chuck their glider first? I mean, I'm going to go massive. You're going to get hit in the face if you stand there. It's just, it's just about distance. Yes, think furthest distance travelled, which will have to judge by eye because nobody's bought a tape measure. Who's going to commentate? I think Kirk should commentate. Okay. Ready? Steady. Gonna run up. I'm not going to run. I'm not going to run. I've done enough running, mate. To last go, 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 go. Uh, it's gone directly up. <laughs> uh, Guy's done minus one meter. Yeah, that went minus one meter and hit him on the head. <laughs> so uh, that was good. Keith, do you reckon you can beat it, mate? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. Gu- I wouldn't want to guarantee that I will. I will win. I think I'll still use a slightly different throwing technique to Guy, though. Okay, ready, <laughs> steady. 
Go <laughs> Aiming for the pass. <laughs> yeah, so what's that? Aiming for a pedestrian. Ten metres? Yes, yeah. good. About best of three. Best of three, I think. Okay. Guy, you're up again. Yeah, you've got to beat the front of the shop then. I need to look at the design of his to see if he's like made it any, any well, fixed. Well, he's made it aerodynamic with yeah. the stickers, Jimmy. It doesn't look like a willy. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit the old lady, please. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Guy's made one metre. Yeah. So if yeah. we add it to the previous one, you're on zero, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as yours goes forward, Keith, you've won. I'm going I'm to I'm make sure that there's nobody in my flight path. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a joke. Why is his better than mine? I think you did well. Uh, he decorated his correctly and not like a child. <laughs> mine, the added pen okay. drawn on mine made it work. Yes. Well, I'm going to try. Shall I actually chuck it or just drop it on the floor? <laughs> oh, oh. I think I've got, I think I'm winning. Even if I drop, I'll just drop it and see if it goes forward. Okay, are we ready, ready to commentate? Steady. Go. Whoa. Oh, that was fast. That was fast, but low. I'm going to try it with a runner up. Oh. Let's see if we manage to like. Here we go. I'm worried now. Uh, are you worried us. for your vinyl box? <laughs> worried for our face. Our face. <laughs> Guy was just going to injure, injure Keith then. Okay. I think Keith. I think Keith wins that one. Yeah. Is it going to be me versus Kirk? I'm going to go double. Is this going to be your victory parade? Let's, let's just prove that it was Guy's chucking technique. Yes. Oh, what makes you think that? Okay, you try it with a runner. I'm going to do it with both two arms. No run-up either. Got Keith double glidering. Here I'm going to take to Poundland. Oh, they still went forwards. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is not on. Shoddy goods again. <laughs> is it the wings? Do the wings need swapping around? I'm going to rotate the wings and see if that's what. Well, it's 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 suffered severe battle damage due to guys flapping of it. You having a go? Are you? I'm going to rotate the wings. You're going for rotated wings. This is crazy talk. I was going to see if this improves our aerodynamic efficiency. Hang on, aren't the wings just on the right way now? So, guy built. The glider incorrectly then. I have no help from my colleague. Go on then, Ryan. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan, you really showed us all that. No, you ran further than it. Wow. Well, Keith's got it even without wings. Well, as always, thank you, gentlemen. This is an experience. Thank you for Geeky Brummer Glider Fund 2017. Thank you. Another another failed experiment from the Geeky Brummy crew. Keith, anything to say? Uh, they work better without wings, but I think once again we've proven that don't buy stuff from... So that was great fun. Kirk, where can we find you normally? Where do I live? <laughs> Online. Okay, if you go on to... If you go on to Twitter, on Facebook, uh, yes. you look at DJ Kapt Kirk, K-A-P-T. If you go mm -hmm. on to Instagram, it's uh, Vinyl Frontier Brum, or just tune into Brum Radio on a Friday at 8 o'clock in the um, evening. What would you describe your show as? Um, when guys aren't terrible, but any other time, <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. It's all vinyl, yes. and we try and mix up as, and play as many different types of music as we can. Cool. Dave. Even Kirk's dressed in vinyl. Yes. That's, yes. How, <laughs> that's how all vinyl he has is. Vinyl armor, yeah. <laughs> 
I Dave. keep getting confused when you say Dave because normally I have to wait for Dave to talk. Uh, you can find me using my hashtag on Twitter at Bromour. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to be a guest on my show on Monday nights at 6 o'clock in its new slot, Guy Halford, behave yourself. Um, <laughs> email me. You said that, I wouldn't have laughing. E- email me at dave at bromradio.com. Thank you, Dave. Keith, where can we find you? See, having, having to follow David, all I want to do is sing B. Ah. Yes, be <laughs> our is a test. Come and talk to us. We'll say things. I don't know what the rest of that. No. I, haven't <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I'll what would you know? Where are you online? Online. Where am I? Yes. Not on the bus stop. Online. Where Usually can, at the bus stop. Anyway. Where can we find you virtually? Yes. <laughs> where can we find you on social media? Reach out to me online uh, via at hardlook underscore hotel on Twitter without the underscore for some awesome street photography of Birmingham on Instagram. No cars. I try not to get any cars in. They're always there. Uh, another random stuff. It, you know, just like it, that's yeah. all. I, I don't, don't look at a picture, just like it, that's fine. Same with everything I do. Just Guy, like where can we find you? Um, Guy underscore Halford on Twitter, Vinyl Guy H on Instagram, I've got a blog. Anybody know it? Guydiscoversmusic.wordpress.com Thanks. <laughs> or 0181811811 and you can see is is Kim increasing slide into bankruptcy for the purchase of vinyl yep vinyl guy H Instagram <laughs> you can find me guy digging, go on a, digging a parcel out of a bog <laughs> you can find me online getting a circumcision from Wolverine <laughs> <laughs> you can find me online at Ryan Parrish on Twitter at Brummy Gorman where I'm currently live tweeting MasterChef which apparently is quite funny for some people I like it yes you do like it and you can also find us all at Geeky Brummy on Twitter and Facebook and don't forget to please yeah. like subscribe share comment yeah check out our awesome gifts kids yeah. please next show we're on the road it's live we're out and about in public causing chaos I hope not in Birmingham either Southampton oh, yeah that's the place Ugh. bye everybody bye bye, bye. cheerio bye Thanks for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you like what we do, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash brumradio or visiting the Brum Radio website and hitting support.